Welcome to Growing Up Boomer. I'm your host, Padre, with my co-host, Cotton. And this podcast is dedicated to the life and times of the baby boomer generation. The show is loosely scripted, and sometimes we'll go down rabbit holes, and where it leads us to, one will never know. This podcast can be informative, funny, and sometimes irreverent. But most of all, we hope you find it entertaining. Hey, Cotton, how's it going? Wonderful, wonderful. And yourself, Padre. Oh, man, not bad at all. You know what? I haven't stood up for New Year's in ages. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I just, I just, I just can't do it. You know, I'm an early to bed, early to rise kind of guy. Yes. And you're not a drinker. No champagne. <laughs> so that's why I'm early to bed. <laughs> uh, well, one, one quick thing. I remember one time, me and the wife, we had decided, you know, when we were first married, we were going to stay up all night for New Year's Eve, because you know how they always have the marathons, the TVs? Mm-hmm. They had a man from Uncle Marathon. Uh, starting from the very first one till the, I think it was only two or three seasons to the very last one, but you know they had like 27 episodes per season or something like, some ridiculous thing like that. Wow. You know, wow. so we had it all, we had it all set up on the table. We had snacks, drinks, and stuff like that. We got further fir- through the first three. Because you know we were big man man from Uncle fans, and yeah. oh, we got through too. the yeah we got through the first three right. Mm-hmm. We're going like man, these were really bad. <laughs> they really didn't start getting good till the next season. Yeah. And we're going like oh let's just go to bed. I don't think I could last. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was bad. It's fun to watch Ilya Kuryakin now on the. Oh no! TV. Yeah, yeah. The, don't get me wrong. They got better in the second season. I mean, the, you know, the acting was much better, the storylines and everything like. But that first season, I thought, ooh, <laughs> ooh. Yeah. But then again, I was a young lad then too. There you go, <laughs> a young lad, <laughs> a young lad. Oh, oh. By the way, this podcast is about New Year's resolutions mm-hmm. and how they came around and and the difference between the fifties resolutions and now resolutions. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, one last thing before we get <laughs> before we get into uh, our uh, podcast. Okay. Okay. All right. I was reading. Okay. You know how much I just loved. I love to go through current events and things like this. Yeah. All right. Now I, I want to prep everyone. This does not take place in the United States. So I want everyone prepped for that. Are you ready? Yes. Zoo staff. Finds man half-eaten body after spotting shoe in tiger's mouth. <laughs> now, we shouldn't be laughing about this, Cotton. Ah, oh, terrible. <laughs> yeah, and you're laughing, aren't you? <laughs> okay. Staff members at a zoo in Pakistan made a gruesome discovery on Wednesday, December 6th, while workers were cleaning out the tiger's enclosure. They noticed that one of the big cats had a shoe in its mouth. As they searched the enclosure, which houses four tigers, they found a half-eaten body of a man. (laughs) A rescue worker told a news outlet that the victim legs were heavily mauled in the attack. The body looks several hours old. (laughs) Officials said it is unclear who the victim is or how they got into the tiger exclosure. (laughs) I know it. uh, Hey, can I keep these Nikes? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then they, they, they go on to say they have to assess our assessment so far that it appears to be a lunatic because 
a sensible person wouldn't jump into the den. <laughs> so that's our assessment. Our assessment so far is this appears to be a lunatic because a sensible person wouldn't jump into the den. <laughs> you can see that, and then they go on. You can see the den is secured. <laughs> there are stairs behind the den. Maybe jump from there. <laughs> that's all I got. The man's body was removed and is undergoing an autopsy. Jeez. I know it, I know it. This is it. Well, if we find a security lapse, we'll address it, if need be. <laughs> if need be. Oh, yeah, we'll address it if need be. <laughs> let's, get, let's get back into our podcast. I'm sorry I took so much time on that, but, you know, I, I see these articles. I, you know, I, can't, I cannot help but comment on them. Now, you would think that New Year's Eve is kind of like a new thing, but it isn't. Mm -hmm. But it is not. It is said it goes all the way back to the Babylonians. That's, what, 2,000 years ago plus. Yeah. So, I mean, it goes way, way back. But get this. This is the interesting about this, okay? It mm. wasn't January 1st. When was it? No, sir. Back then, they were on what they call the ancient calendar. which well, That's what we call it now, which means it was celebrated on April 1st. Really? Yes, April sir. Because day. yeah, because everything was based upon the seasons. That is when the you start planning and things like that on April after winter. Huh. Yeah. So everything was that. That was re, that's where they come with the thing about April Fools. Oh, really? That's yeah. where it came from. That's where it came uh. from. Because what happened is once they went over to the Gregorian calendar, which is you know which was what we're on now. Back then, you know, they didn't have the internet, so it took quite a while <laughs> for the word to get out. <laughs> the beginning of the year was January 1st, not April 1st, so people would still gather, and they would call them April Fools. No. That's yeah. where it came from? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and then, of course, then it started with tricks and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Egyptians had the same thing, too. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They had the same thing. I mean, you know, it was always around that one time. And just think, the Lunar New Year from, from China, from Chinese New Year, doesn't mm -hmm. happen on the uh, 1st of January. Because huh. you, you remember when they did have it, it's a big celebration. We had to make sure if we were importing stuff as a buyer, you better get it out before then or you ain't getting it out for a month. <laughs> You're going to go yeah. to a month. <laughs> Yeah. That's true. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, you've got the lunar year. You've got all kinds of, uh, it shows that in BC way back then that there was always people making uh, resolutions or may try to make a better life or, or, and normally it was very religious too. Huh. So yeah. that's, so that's where, where you come in for that. And do you remember the, um, the song, O Anzai? Yeah. You know, and then, then that also goes way back. It's a Scottish folk, a Scottish folk song. I know it's it's easy for me to say, <laughs> <laughs> but it really became a a, a staple during the 1800s. Uh -huh. And then Guy Lombardo and the Royal Canadians played it during a radio broadcast from New York Roosevelt Hotel uh, at midnight on December 31st, 1929. And get this, wow. get this. They played it until 1976. You know what? You're right because it played. It was every year. It was every it was year, every and year. our parents used to watch that, <laughs> yeah. right? Or listen to it on the radio. 
And so did all of us kids. We yeah, well, we, we had no choice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you will watch it and you'll like it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Dad would say, cheers. <laughs> oh, get this. When was the first New Year's Eve ball dropped in Times Square? Boy, I'm going to guess around wartime. Uh, in the 40s, maybe? I was going to say, which war? Yeah. <laughs> We've always been fighting sometime. Exactly. <laughs> 1904. 1904? Really? Yes, sir. Wow. Yeah, I had no yeah. idea. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And so the thing was that they used to have uh, fireworks, which really didn't wasn't as safe as it was now. <laughs> there was a lot mm -hmm. of wooden buildings back then. So they had oh, banned okay. fireworks in the city in 1907. And really? that's when the electricians devised a uh, iron ball that weighed mm -hmm. about 700 pounds. Yep. And they illuminated it with lights. Yep. So lights they started the celebration year. in 1904, but the first one to actually be dropped, like the big ball, was 1907. Wow. See, because what they would use would be fireworks, and that was not a good thing. Yeah, yeah. You see know? in New York. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and how about this? Paul Revere? J. Edgar Hoover uh, and Betsy Ross and Pope Alexander VI have in common, they were all born on January 1st. Really? Yes, wow. sir. Man, that's kind of weird, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, and how about this? How about some how, some, some crazy foods of New Year's? All right. The first um, one, get this one. Get this one. This, this is going to crack you up. Called Hoppin' John. Hoppin' John? Hoppin' John. This is, no, it makes uh, you go to the bathroom, maybe. Uh, <laughs> well, uh, let me describe it to you, and <laughs> you may you may have to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's kind of like you know what I decided to do. Is <laughs> I, I'm, cha I'm changing the name when I have mm -hmm. to go to the bathroom instead of John to Jim mm -hmm. to Jim. You did, yeah. So that way, when I when people talk to me, so well, I got to go to the gym. It sounds so much better. <laughs> sounds like I'm working out. You know, yeah, I'm taking care of myself. I got to go to the gym. <laughs> okay hoppin john uh this is a menu this is a menu staple in the southern states it's a mixture of black-eyed peas rice and pork it was originated by uh african-american slaves in the united states the 19th century hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah it doesn't sound bad yeah no it doesn't and you know the funny thing is pork is known as good luck because it's uh it it means uh, you'll do well financially really yes sir so so then you eat it. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, it's the other white meat. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it's not good luck to that. <laughs> oh, here's another one for you. King cake. King Please. cake. King cake. Okay. All right. This is this is a, uh, it's like a circle cake. And it use it also in Mardi Gras. But you're supposed to start king cake at the first of the year and eat it all the way to Mardi Gras. Huh. And that's what, you know, and so uh, it's, just, it's just a really, it looks like it's just a circle and it's just got all kinds of powdered. And it looks like part? crystallized sugar and, oh, it just looks delicious. I, I've i never had one, but it looks great. But eating it that long, man, that <laughs> bread's probably uh, getting pretty old. <laughs> <laughs> all right. How about this one, right? This one you'll know because I talk about it all the time. Tamales. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, apparently, I have our family has been doing it wrong. Okay. <laughs> okay. All righty. Because we're supposed to have tamales from December 12th to January 6th. Uh-huh. Because December 12th is the Feast of Our Lady of Guadalupe, and the J January 6th is Three Kings Day. Remember? 
Remember we oh, talked yeah. about, about that is when we opened our presents. It's not talking yeah. about the insurrection. It's talking about the uh, Day of the Kings. Huh. <laughs> and this I didn't know. Tamales date, can date back as far as eight to 5,000 B.C. <laughs> really? A, yeah, that's a lot of tamales, man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and it says they arrived in Los Angeles through and San Antonio and sold by street vendors in 1870. Man. Mm -hmm. Here's another one. Here's another one. And this one is from Japan. Soba noodles. What is it? Soba noodles. In other words, that's, that is the traditional feast on January 1st. It symbolizes healthy life. Huh. Long and healthy life. That's what it symbolizes. Get that's this one. Yeah. How about this one from the Spaniards? Uh -huh. 12 grapes. 12 grapes? Correct. One grape for every month. Really? Yes. How could you do that? Well, you at midnight, at the stroke of midnight, you have 12 grapes, and you eat 12 grapes with a bottle of champagne. Wow. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And the reason why they do that is because each grape represents a month that will bring good luck in the coming year. Wow. That's, that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that is, isn't it? Yeah. All right. Italians, they've got theirs, too. Lentils. What? I don't... I don't know what a lentil is. It's uh, it is like a small little bean. Like you've ever had lentil soup? Yeah, but I don't know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looks similar to a small bean, and the reason why they believe that is good luck is because it's in the shape of a coin, which symbols prosperity. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I mean that's interesting. And here's okay. a here's a here's a good one from the Northern Europeans: pickled herring. Uh. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, oh. <laughs> yeah, that's good for them. <laughs> <laughs> Here's one from your region. Uh -huh. Okay, this was brought over in Pennsylvania by immigrants from Germany. Pork and sauerkraut. Ooh. Yeah, so you like that one already, huh? Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're going like, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, good for the fatherland. <laughs> <laughs> and you know this is another one too new year's pretzel really yes sir that is eaten at breakfast or brunch and then you have at midnight pork and sauerkraut <laughs> that's great <laughs> See, i know what you're doing next year yeah oh i know what i'm doing right now <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm gonna go eat. <laughs> yeah it tastes pretty good right now <laughs> oh here's a good one my man uh, we're going to uh, go into the top 10 New Year's resolutions for 1953 and the top 10 New Year's resolutions for 2023. Okay. But before we do, here's some statistics for New Year's resolutions. Okay? Okay. First of all, people are most likely to give up the resolutions by January 19th. I believe that. <laughs> <laughs> now, I got to ask you. I got to ask you. <laughs> Is your resolutions like the ones that you use for uh, Lent? <laughs> uh, no. Well, now it is, yes. <laughs> like, kind of like, well, I'm going to give up fish for Lent. And I'm going like, well, you're allergic to fish. <laughs> he goes, well, I yep, know. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you're not going to eat it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that's, uh, that, uh, and I remember that, too. It's just all that smell in the house. And then I'd get a piece of bread or something like that because I couldn't eat it. <laughs> Here we go. How about this one? Around 16% of Americans keep some of the re resolutions. Some. That means more than one. Uh -huh. Around 13% keep none of the resolutions. I'm surprised it's that low. 
<laughs> yeah, I am too. Yeah, and it says eight, the rest, of course, all fall at the keep one. Okay. Wow. The most common excuse for not keeping <laughs> resolutions? What's that? Lack of willpower. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. How about the other one? Number two is forgetting. What? Forgetting. Yeah, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> and number three, I'm too lazy. <laughs> yeah, I agree too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, let's go over the top resolutions for 1953. Are you ready? Okay. All right. Number one is losing weight. Mm-hmm. Okay. 2023 number one is to lose weight same identical yeah the difference is in 2023 the second one is eat healthier or change my diet the third one is get fitter and take more exercise isn't that all part of losing weight yes (laughs) (laughs) the top three i want to lose weight then i want to eat healthier or change my diet, get fitter, and more exercise. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, let's just roll that up, okay? You know, that way I can say I've got three of them. <laughs> okay, get this one. And this one makes sense. 1953, the second one was quit smoking. Oh, yeah. That, that was, was a big. big one. Don't forget, everybody yeah. smoked back then. Yeah. I mean, yep. And everybody knew it was bad for you. Mm-hmm. I mean, my, my dad, I remember, he says, hand me one of those coffin nails. <laughs> I'm going like, oh, why oh, would I want did, one of those? Did your dad smoke? I oh, yeah. That. Oh, man. Oh, let me ask you this. Who didn't? Yeah, at that time. Yeah. yeah. My, mom used to, my mom used to smoke the cools, and my dad was always a, a cigar guy. There you but, go. See? Yeah. And, that, and there'd be that cloud in the house. Just <laughs> midday. Yeah. And the, see that big old cloud floating around in there, and it's like, ah, man. And I crawl in like I'm on combat, you know, on your belly. And uh, that would piss off my dad so much. <laughs> well, you know what the other thing was? I don't care what you painted your walls. They were all yellow from the oh. smoke. <laughs> yep. <laughs> all right. That's true. Oh, and then this, was, this, this is what a, was the billboard around some churches. Okay. This was and this was very popular, especially in the South, since you're talking about the Bible Belt. Mm-hmm. Get this. Then they would have a bullet list: tobacco, the deadly enemy of the human brain, the foe of human progress, the subtle destroyer of youthful virtue. Really? I didn't know wow. there was such a thing as youthful virtue. <laughs> I know when I was youthful, there wasn't very much virtue there, buddy. <laughs> the menace of the Christian church and the universal fire hazard. Wow. <laughs> I know. Wow. Uh, <laughs> now, did they ever spoke in church when you were uh, I can't recall. A um, young lad? Yeah, I don't. I don't recall. I can't that recall. I, that might have been because I, you know, I was raised Catholic, so that might have been a no-no. Yeah, yeah, no. I, yeah. I don't remember anybody mm-hmm. doing that in the yeah. church. All right, let's go to number three. In 1953, guess what was number three? If I'm quitting smoking, what else am I quitting? Uh, eating too much. Oh no, 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 no diet. No, no, no. no, what? 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 Drinking. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what they say. What's that? It's easy to quit drinking. I've done it a hundred (laughs) times. 
<laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right, number four in 1953 was get out of debt. Oh, that's every day. <laughs> number four in 2023 is spend more time with family and friends. Really? Yes. Okay. Number five in 1953, get a new job. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. I could see that every year. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Number five in 2023, be more aware and take care of mental health. Yeah. Yep. I'm right there. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Number six in 1953, get a better education and learn something new. That's good. In 2023, sort out finances and cut back spending. Yeah. Nope. No, they're all pretty good, really. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Number seven. And I know you will never, ever see this in 2023. Well, mm-hmm. Work on my spiritual growth and go to church more often. <laughs> you will really? never see that on 2023. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. That. And what's number seven on 2023? Hey, I'm going to travel more. <laughs> and that doesn't mean I'm going to travel to church. <laughs> really? Number eight in 1953 is get fit and exercise. Yeah. Yeah. That's That's got to be pretty much every year now. Yeah. Yeah. They're basically the same thing, except they have it on this particular one uh, in 2023. That was number three. Oh. Yeah. In 1953, didn't take fitness all that great. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Number eight. Are you ready for 2023? Is take up a new hobby, sport, or other interest. Yeah. Not bad, huh? Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. Number nine in 1953 was take a trip. Compared that to number seven of 2023 was travel more. In 1953, we can only afford one trip. (laughs) That was it. We weren't going to travel. Just take one trip. That's it. Yep. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> there is number nine, and this sounds so. Twenty twenty three. Be more environmentally friendly. Yeah, yeah. You won't <laughs> never see that in nineteen fifty three. No. Yeah, <laughs> they're throwing their trash out the window while they're driving. <laughs> and number ten, and the last one for nineteen fifty three. Spend more time with your family. Okay. Yeah. Now that's, that's number one. yeah that's number four in 2023. You know what that means? No, it means they only took one trip and they spent all kinds of time with their family. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why it's number ten. Yeah, <laughs> I'm spending too much time in 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 uh, what you call it in 2023. That's number four. <laughs> that's dead last. Okay, number and number ten on 2023. Look for a new job. Yeah, again. Wow. Well, you know what I'm saying is if you read anything, you know, you're on LinkedIn, right? Uh Uh-huh. You're on LinkedIn. Yes. Okay. You read any of those articles in there? Nah. Oh, they're quitting (laughs) all the time. Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) They're called quiet quitting. <laughs> I'm just gonna quit, you know. I mean, people are changing jobs all the time. I'm surprised that's uh, even on there because they're always looking for another job. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Cotton, 
You know, it's almost that time, buddy. We got to bring this one to an end. Wow. Okay. It was quick, isn't it? That was a quick one. That was a lot of, uh, yeah, a lot of good input, that, that's for sure. All righty, my man. Well, you have a great, great day, okay? And we'll talk you, to you next week. You too, Padre. Bye-bye. Nos vemos después. We'd like to thank you for listening and leave you with this one quote. My New Year's resolution was going to be quit all my bad habits, but then it occurred to me no one likes a quitter. Until next time, may God bless.